Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for another episode of Sip of Tea with Joey and Marie. <laughs> episode 8, numero 8. We yes, back sir. at it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is Hispanic Heritage Month, and we're celebrating. You know, if you haven't had a chance to listen to our last episode, it was a very special episode that dropped on a Friday. Normally, we drop our episodes every Monday, but mm-hmm. this past Friday, we dropped a very special episode with the legend, the godfather of Chicano hip-hop, Kid Frost. So you need to check it out. I'm telling you, this guy dropped a lot of gems. This dude dropped so much inspirational gems that you don't want to miss out on what he has to say. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Now, we have a lot to celebrate because we're on our fourth season. We're on episode eight. By the way, find us at Joey Bravo 208 or Aaliyah Marie 208. Yeah, I got to make sure we always drop those (laughs) before we get in too deep because people are like, who are these people? Why are they so special? And you'll fall in love with us and you'll be like, what are their names? What are their names? Next thing you know, you'll be like, I'm in the moon for love simply because I need you. And you will. You will meet us. Trust us. True, true, true. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, so make sure you check out that episode that just happened uh, last Friday, and it's pretty cool. It'll say, special episode of Kid Frost Interview. Yeah, special. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got to talk about a lot of stuff, man. We're definitely going to be talking about Netflix and uh, these massive trailers they've been dropping. They yes. drop, like, trailer after trailer, gem after gem. You're like, oh, dang. They do their yeah. uh, yearly Tundrum event. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's... Yeah, and that's why we're calling this uh, Sipping with Netflix, because there's a lot to know about Netflix. Yes, which, you know, I was having, like, low hopes with Netflix recently, yeah, and then I was... after this event for the weekend, it, like, boosted my confidence. Right, you're again. like, okay, I don't <laughs> mind paying fourteen ninety nine because that's what we're paying, right? Yes, $14.99. Yeah, $14.99. So that's a, that's a good amount of money, so they better be giving us some good entertainment. Yes. And I feel they are. Now, we got to get into some uh, new shows. I know y'all love shows, and we want to give you a nice little review on some of these shows, just in case you're thinking to yourself, you know what? Should I check it out? Well, let me yeah. see what Joey and Marie have to say about this. Yes, we are like the ones, like the critics you trust. Yeah, you yeah, know? we're 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 gurus of sorts. Yeah, we're gurus of well, sorts. We like to call ourselves gurus, so we're gonna go with that. Yeah, okay, I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, one in particular is Quantum Leap. Quantum um, Leap. I grew up watching this show. Yes, and I actually introduced this show to you and uh, your sister, and we yes. loved it. It's a time traveling well, show. I, yeah, I was just telling my fiance for the weekend because he's never watched Quantum Leap. He's never watched the original series. Oh my goodness! And I'm like, guy. how dare you? Like, no taste. Whatsoever in your Yo, movie, how dare yeah, how you? dare you? But I remember when Netflix just came out and we had to rent the CDs and they would mail it to you. That's right, I do and remember. That. I remember we mailed pretty much the whole series collection to Quantum Leap. Yeah. We watched it, but bit by bit, and I just fell in love with that time travel aspect. Yeah. And to those who are not familiar with Quantum Leap and mm-hmm. or just the idea of Quantum Leap, mm-hmm. it's about this uh, um, Scott Bakula. He played this uh, doctor. And uh, basically, he was like into quantum physics and he somehow ends up time traveling, but not in the normal sense. Like we're all used to seeing time travel movies. Mm -hmm. He actually jumps or leaps into people's bodies. So their current life. Yeah. Their current life. He doesn't even know what is going to happen. Like he has to jump into their body in a sense. And basically, he's the puppeteer and he tries to correct what's been wrong. So that way, you know, things, you know, there's a run smoothly. Yeah, could run smoothly. Mm -hmm. So he has to he has to fix things so that's what he does every time he fixes something then he leaps into another body Mm -hmm. and it was cool because every time he wake up he'd be like 
oh boy. Yeah. You know? Every time. And then yeah. end yeah. to go into the next episode. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool because my favorite part was that he jumped into some really, really intense ones. One of oh, the most yeah. intense ones was when he jumped into Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes. Wow. That one was a really good. In case you guys want to know what Quantum Leap is, like the original series, watch that episode. Yeah. Watch that Super one for good. you to really like. And it's just such a good show. The concepts are amazing. And now with the up to date technology decades later with this um, re, you know, the re- reboot yeah. of the Quantum Leap is really awesome. And the actor. Well, there's so much more they could do. They could know? do so much it's more. Such and a that's, be- it's that's such, such so a wonderful cool. idea, too. Yeah, it is so cool because, like I said, there's many possibilities and accordingly that's how it was, was there's many and multiple possibilities out there for him to kind of endure on that journey and so Raymond Lee who plays Dr. Ben Song on the new Quantum Leap um, this is a little bit different and now. they just dropped one episode they just dropped this, one this episode um, it is a little bit different but I do have to say they do amazing job you know paying homage to the original Quantum Leap they okay. you know mention characters they, it continues on the same universe that these are the people that they looked up to can I ask do they mm-hmm. mention whatever happened to him or did he just disappear? Because I don't, honestly, I don't even remember watching the final episode of the series. Of the series. I won't give that away. Okay. Because I think because that I gotta watch it, yeah. if, you, if you guys have seen the original series Quantum Leap and you're like asking yourself, oh, is this worth it? Because yeah, remakes are not always the yeah. best. They're not what always. Is, one of my favorite episodes, I mean, not to cut you off, but one, yeah. <laughs> and I just did, but <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of, of um, Quantum Leap, the original series, is when he leaps into his own self as a young man. Yes. Like, and he leaps into himself as when he's a kid, when he's like a teenager, and he's trying so desperately to save his brother from yes. going to Vietnam because his brother dies in Vietnam mm-hmm. and his dad dies of cancer. So he's trying to hide his dad's cigarettes this whole time and he's trying to convince his brother not to join the military. Oh, but his yeah. brother's so patriotic, he's like, No, I'm, I'm joining the military. It. Well, it's such a, an emotional character development in that particular That makes me cry every yeah, time I watch like that. Just like Wonder one. Years with the reboot itself, like they That's paid a good homage. One. They paid homage to, yeah, yeah. Um, what, was it when? Winnie's, Winnie's Win, brother. Win, yeah, Winnie's brother. That's yes, right. The connection. That the was connection. a beautiful connection to the oh, original series. I cried because I'm like, but that's what's so that's what's so beautiful about I think some of these remakes that they're doing is that even though it is a remake, that's a so, clever and a very nice way to put yeah, it together. Like it's I think. A, it's a homage Connect, to. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take away the beauty and love that you've had from this original series, mm. but they just want to keep making beauty out of that yeah yeah yeah. paying homage to the to the older uh, shows is and and creating a a a nice cohesive connection is is really what is is a good base to start a show because most people are going to be hating on it because i'll tell you what i i grew up watching these shows when i was a kid i just enjoy storylines and and tv and i just enjoyed all that stuff that Mm -hmm. to me is what kind of fed my creativity throughout the years and stuff and so i enjoy it and i always want to see somebody else's vision i know some reboots you're like we don't need a reboot to that yeah but honestly quantum leap there's so much that could be done to it it's a perfect reboot yeah it's a perfect it is honestly the best thing to reboot and i love time travel to begin with and i love science i love time travel. i love everything about that concept and so this is like a perfect Reboot, and after watching the first episode, um, this you know this character himself as an actor, he I'm already in love with them. Like okay. I'm I'm set on this um, this storyline right here, and it's going to be a storyline where it's going to continue on. So you yeah. do have to watch every episode every on this episode. show. All right, so make sure you check it out. So based on what uh, uh, Leah Marie says here, what do you mm-hmm. give it? 
I would give it an eight out of ten. And the reason why I would give it an eight out of ten at this moment is because it will never surpass the original series. Yeah, you know what? I just got a brain fart at yeah. the moment. I was gonna say something okay. and I was like, what did I say? I felt it. I got it. It's okay. It's because no, I'm old. I'm getting I definitely old. do that. But <laughs> as we're talking about remakes and reboots, I do want to mention to everyone that you have to watch reboot um yes. under Hulu. Yeah, is yeah. Yes. Reboot is a really good show. It has Michael Keegan mm-hmm. and also Johnny Knoxville. Now, honestly, this is the pair I never knew that I needed so bad. Oh, I, I am love in love them with too. that. Yeah. I am in so in love with it and the concept of a reboot of this old seventies show. Yeah. To where now they're trying to you know put with the I think it was a nineties show. Nineties show it made me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the comedy aspect of how it is you know back then how it is now because yeah. obviously there's a lot of more silver it's, lightning. Yeah, it's almost like kind of like a full house, but it was about a stepfather who who lived. Uh, with the ex-wife. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't even get the whole idea of the original one. But the thing is, is it's a show that they're creating a reboot of an old show that was a classic. But there's mm-hmm. so much more depth into this idea, and it kind of kind of gives you a, a a feel of Thirty Rock, kind of mixed in with uh, you know with an uh, kind of like The Office in a yes. sense. Just just a kind of a a mixture of styles. But honestly, uh, Johnny Knoxville and uh, Mr. Key from Key and Peele, gosh, yeah, so freaking funny, so good. You guys and just have to all watch of the it. cast is really good. I do have to say, full disclosure, um, they are very uh, dirty mouths. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like, so if you there's you some know, dirty t- stuff going to, on there. Like, oh, this is like a family show. It is not because it is a very dirty show, yeah. um, comedy wise aspect. But it is such a good show that there's already been like four or five episodes out now, um, and so they drop it on a weekly basis and stuff like that. So highly recommend watching that if you love Johnny Knoxville, of course, um, and just love that kind of raunchy comedy. That's yeah. a good raunchy comedy. Yeah, check it out. Reboot. That's on Hulu. And we started watching Andor mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to tell you that. I feel that Rogue One, mm-hmm. and ma- maybe some Star Wars people might get to be upset with me, <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to say, some hands. yeah, I think um, Rogue One has been one of the best newer Star Wars movies yes. that came, has have came out. To me it was it, to me it was flawless. I loved it. I loved oh, the storyline. Yeah. The only thing and we always have this conversation that we were so bummed about yes. is that they and obviously by this time people have seen Rogue One that they all they all die <laughs> yes. because they don't continue these characters throughout the Star Wars franchise. No. Now, it's it's kind of a heist movie if you were not familiar with it and they basically are stealing the plans to uh uh for the the Death Star. Yes. And that's kind of how it starts from stealing the plans and getting the plans and they and they put them on uh, C3 or was it uh, R2-D2 yeah and so that's how they get it to Princess Leia so kind of that's the thing but now they kind of made a prequel because the main guy from Rogue One was Diego Luna yes. you know respects to my boy Hispanic right heritage there. we represented out here yes, now sir. Diego Luna is uh is the lead in in this show and I'm so happy about that. Me I know too. I know your man he loves Star Wars but he's not like not liking this like what was no. the deal man? And I'm just so Tell him what's his deal cuz I want to fight him right now. I'm gonna, I don't hold me back. Yeah. Hold me back cuz I'm gonna fight him. He knows Matt, this. this. I, yeah, he I, knows I, this but sometimes I don't respect his his insight his on opinion. film. He has some weird opinions though. He has very odd opinions um but I do have to say like he is you know when I dated him a couple years when I started dating a couple years ago he really was the one that pushed me to really appreciate like I already appreciated film but appreciating more behind the scenes and what it took to do a long shot and all these kind of concepts um, but as far as like reviewing movies yeah I don't trust him all the yeah, time me either because he's uh, actually offers so many this is pretty good yeah. and then it sucks and then he's this one that says this one that's not really good and, and then, then you're like good. it's really good yeah so you have to take his uh, reviews with, with a, a grain, grain of salt, salt. yeah <laughs> uh, but no with this one itself like he was like oh like 
I love Star Wars, but I just don't think they needed a character like to specify Andor. Why? And I'm like, I definitely do. Like with Rogue One, he was like the star character to me, but I wanted to see more of him. Like I knew there was more I needed to see. Honestly, this is more intriguing to me, Andor, than uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi one. I was mm-hmm. really excited about Obi Wan Kenobi, but honestly, it left me kind of like, oh, that's it. Yeah, me too. I definitely agree with that. Um, it's just, and it's sad because I like that was one character yeah, too. I, was I really wanted to see, see more w- potential of and yeah. seeing how that went. It was kind of lackluster, um, I think, mm-hmm. other than the fight with him and um, uh, Darth Vader. Yeah, that was a good but one. Mostly was kind of lackluster. I thought. Yeah, but it was kind of like eh. But with Andor, People I hopefully yeah, yeah, hopefully with Andor. Message me, come on, come at me, Joey Bravo two zero eight. What's up? Yeah, the end of this, I hope it does portray like a. It goes out well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the way it ends. Well, it's definitely going to connect uh, to Rogue One. It's going to connect to Rogue One. And so I hope it's kind of like it just transitions into the Rogue One. So if you guys have never seen Rogue One, you can honestly probably watch Andor first and then watch Rogue One. But I don't, I mean, I they only like released an episode or two. So it hasn't been like a full Yeah, so we can't thing. really get. But from the first episode, we both liked it. And there yeah. was a there was a, a couple of uh, times when I my, my jaw dropped. I was like, <gasps> yes. what? Very yes. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good. <laughs> now, I'm going to throw this in since we're on Disney Plus stream. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna throw this out there, and you know I'm gonna eat my words once again, like I have previously, <laughs> and I'm gonna take it all back and everything. But honestly, I don't know why, but I'm so I, I really enjoy watching She-Hulk. It's uh, like my guilty pleasure. It's so I love She-Hulk, but it's so, so much. cheesy, it's so corny, it's just so but that's fun the to purpose. watch. Yeah, it's, that's that's solely the purpose of being this cheesy comedy. Yeah, it is, it is, and it's good though. Yeah. It's it's put together really well, really well. So like I. If you haven't watched She-Hulk, just watch yeah. it. It really is fun to watch. You know, drop your standards. Don't yeah. get all that. It's exciting. Hey, I'm going to watch a really good Marvel really, flick. No. No, it's really exciting because it is a good tie-in to Daredevil. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, him and my And my boy She-Hulk, Daredevil's coming back yes. to Disney+. Plus. Which, word of mouth. Punisher is too. There's gossip that he's supposed to be <sighs> in Daredevil John series. John Man, let me tell you, my boy, my boy is killing it. He's yeah. actually remade a show. Uh, it's a movie, an old movie with uh, Richard Gere called American Gigolo. He making yes. a show. I yeah. just saw that trailer the other yeah. day. And mm-hmm. I was like, how come I've not seen this trailer yet? Yeah. The every John Berthold is just he is honestly one of my favorite actors. Yes. Yeah. I you know the thing is I like watching him in movies even mm-hmm. when they suck. Yeah. Like even when the movie sucks, you're just like this Still dude like is just good. Yeah, you're you're good. Just, yeah, he's just this a good film's actor. not great. Yeah, uh, this movie's not good. But man, he was he was actually he played uh, the brother, the older brother on mm-hmm. the bear. Yes, yes. And I was like, dang, I really want to, them to yeah. show him and a I, little bit more on the bear season two. Yeah, I do hope so because obviously with the first season of the bear, you know, it, you. It was kind of hard. Like the entire time, I really was like, "What's going on? Like, what's going on? What's like?" Literally, that was a question to myself of this older brother. Um, but I wish they showed more flashbacks. The ending then, was I so good of it that was season. So good of that ending. If y'all haven't seen the bear, check it out. And not only that, if you love food and you love like uh, dramas, mm-hmm. uh, kind of dramedies uh, about the kitchen, you yes. know, kitchen life, working at a restaurant, you're gonna love this one. Yeah, and if you work in the kitchen, you're, like, you're totally gonna, be gonna like, relate. Dude, yeah. That is what's up because it happens. <laughs> that, that guy, the bear, reminds me for some reason reminds me of your uncle Mick. Like it just, I, I could see him just stressing the heck out at his kitchen. Like yeah, that, if man. you guys like Shameless, um, he is from Shameless himself, and I believe his name. I can't think of his name on Shameless. I don't even watch that show, but yeah, yeah, I don't like Shameless, but I like that actor himself. So all right, so we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of this situation here. Yeah, the meat we, and potatoes. We need to talk about Netflix because Netflix is coming up. I mean, yeah, you know, they're kind of like a series of ups and downs sometimes they have good shows sometimes they have bad shows but i'm gonna tell you right now yeah i'm scared i'm i'm so scared right now and i i don't even i want to but i don't want to and what do what is it that i want to but i don't want to let me tell you like this 
I really, really want to watch Dahmer. Yes. But I don't really, really want to no, watch it. No, I don't. I'm scared because the thing is, like, I was a, I was a really young, young guy. Like, God. I was like... I think I was a teenager or something, or maybe younger than that, when Dahmer was doing his, his, his yeah. you know, and I remember seeing that stuff through the news and what this evil person did. Yeah. And it is so like, ooh, it's it's so scary to kind of relive it oh, because yes. I lived it through, you know, through the news, obviously, but now to watch it on a show and I just saw the preview uh, with what's the actor's name? Oh, I always forget his name. Evan, Evan something. Yeah, Evan he's Peters? On, Evan, Evan Peters. Okay. Yes, Evan Peters. This kid is amazing because he's on American Horror Stories mm-hmm. a lot and he just nails it. He like, nails it every time. The character, how he portrays Dahmer, like just through the preview. Mm-hmm. And this is also from everyone who's seen it. Your sister is watching. She's braver than me because they have, by the way. She's they, crazy <laughs> because my sister is more like, she, it gets to her mentally than yeah. anything else. Yeah, so Dahmer, it just came out. I mean, and and uh, she watched already two episodes and she said it was very disturbing and yeah. very hard to watch. But um, the actor Evan Peters is so intriguing and so um, just so good at playing the part that it want it makes you want to watch yeah. it further. But I mean, it's well it's, from what I've heard. It's from terrible. It, it's yeah. scary. From what I've heard from from this point of view for this series itself is from the victim side, and that's what it's so more gut wrenching. That's what I'm saying. Like it's that's, just so sad. Yeah, it's so and, sad. And, and they're making money off of these terrible situations that yeah. happen to people and yes you do want to watch it and yes you want to get into the mind of this person, person but also do you really want to get into that oh yeah you know what i mean that's why i kind of i'm, I'm freaked out but you know what throw some shout outs to uh, the scaredy cats podcast by sway and liz if you guys get a chance and you guys yeah, should watch they it just dropped an episode yeah. talking about Dahmer himself yeah they're doing freaky friday episodes so every mm-hmm. friday they drop a, a freaky episode mm-hmm. and that's the one about Dahmer. so uh look up scaredy cats podcast by sway and liz and the cats is with a K, but um, they'll tell you further on that. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, I don't know if I'm gonna get a chance to watch it. I mean, not to get a chance, I but don't. just I'm not going to because right? it's just a very, I mean, you know, kind of like other stories that were happening during that time, like the Golden State Killer, the Zodiac Killer, like all these people. Of it's just, it's unfortunate. I mean, to me, I don't, I, I don't want to watch it for one because it is pretty emotional from the from the victim's side, point of view, but to I think this whole concept of I I don't like when we kind of push this idolization of this guy. I don't because people have always made it sound like these women fell in love with them. He was like this. He was yeah. Like I that. don't get that's so and weird. I don't get it's like that. the the whole uh, Night Stalker thing. Yeah, and because he was like a like the rock star of yes. serial killers and Richard Ramirez. Yeah, and that's just weird. And to it's say. just weird. And so it's like to me, I it's almost like I get angry about it because Although I'm like I, I don't want to I don't want to put too much spotlight on this person yeah, and, and that, that's kind of how I felt about uh, watching American Horror Stories 1984 mm-hmm. that I loved the way it was put together so much that I felt guilty yes that I liked and I hated it yeah I was like why do I like this, <laughs> yeah, this evil piece it. of crap you know like that's some weird stuff though yeah. I don't even want to get into that part because well, no. I got a lot to say but, when it comes to that but that's <laughs> to me that's why I don't want to give in too much to me I don't want to give in more to the spotlight of something that was so unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I but just can't. I honestly can't do that for myself, but I know people watch the show, you yeah. know, everything like that, but it's just one of those things I couldn't surpass. Yeah. Myself. So I'll tell you what, why don't you guys give us your review? How about that? Yeah, right? <laughs> On the Dumber series. But besides that, I mean, there's obviously with Netflix <laughs> yeah. over the weekend, like I said, they had their Tundra event. Mm. So they dropped you know trailers massive trailers yeah things like that i was really upset because they're like coming up next stranger things i was like please don't tell me they're gonna drop a clip and then it's just like behind the scenes and i'm like okay 
I don't care right Stranger now. Okay, Things. y'all better I love give me something. That show. Better give me something. There's a new. Uh, a movie that they're going to drop and they yeah. just dropped the trailer for it and it is called Watcher. Yes. And that one gave me the creeps. He's like, I want to know what you're yes. doing in your So this house. is based on a true story, right? I when we hear based on a true story, yeah. we get all excited and giggly because it's like, ooh, like yeah. this is going to oh. be crazy. You know, like, like what is it, Molly? She's all, oh. Yeah. And so <laughs> with the, the, you know, with this movie itself, um, it's the director of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. So you um, know it's going to be demented. And <laughs> what I really like about this trailer is it, you still don't know what is happening. You no. don't know. Like, you kind of get it, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. But see, that's one of the things about you and I is mm-hmm. that we don't like to look uh, into the true story until we're done watching yeah, the I movie. I wait to watch the film and Because after. then it gives some uh, too yeah. much away from it. Well, it's we just like want... reading a book before the movie. Like, you know, it's just one of those things like, oh, well, that didn't happen. Or yeah. this didn't happen. Like, I know based on the true story, it's very loosely based. It's almost it's better to watch thing. the movie and then read the yeah. book because then you watch the movie, right? Yes. Then you read the book and the bu- book is so much more, you know, extravagant. There's mm-hmm. much more detail to it. So so you create this theater of the mind and oh, to yeah. you, you expand on the movie. So it's almost like a uh, 2.0. Yeah. movie you yeah, know no it's good but with, with the watcher definitely um watch that trailer because it's going to give you chills it comes out actually october 13th Ooh. um and so which is like pretty nice that it's around the you know halloween tis the season um for that but another one that i'm really excited for is this documentary called the redemption team Ooh. um and it's about when the olympics i don't know what year it was it was the u.s olympics with the basketball team the that basketball had uh, lebron james and kobe bryant mm-hmm. and, yeah. so it was spain versus usa España. um and there's there's a clip that you guys can see. It's only a clip. They don't have like Ooh, a full on trailer of that, it. That got me. Kobe that got Bryan. me. Yeah. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah. But R. still, Kobe, man, dang. But this particular <laughs> scene of, you know, this guy was amazing. He was amazing and he was such a good soul and stuff. But when it came to playing the game. It's like a switch. Yeah. He's going to play the it's game. It's like a switch. And I've I, I've spoke about the switch before. It's yeah. like when you're a boxer, right? Like I'm a really kind hearted, just happy person. Mm-hmm. But when I would fight, it was a different switch. It was a switch, you know what I mean, that just flips on yeah. you, and you have to. Well, within this, your animal instincts come out. Within yeah. this clip, he's talking about his. You know, he played with this um, this guy who's now on the Spain team, and they're like España. best friends, blah blah blah. And the day of the game, he tells you know LeBron James and all of them like, hey. Like, I'm going to start the game pretty much giving him a sign of yeah. just because. I'm going to run through yeah, this mofo. I'm going to run through this guy. And he does. And he does. But not just. I mean, he like. He body He slams. went into his chest. Yeah, body slams into him. And everyone's just like. Whoa. Like, this is a game, baby. And even yeah. the guy himself from Spain, he's like, it was it was like a message for me and to everyone else. It's just because we played together. I'm going to win this game. And yeah. This is going to happen. And so I'm very excited for that series. Watch the trailer just so you get as, yes. as excited as, as we, we are. What is it called? It's called The Redemption Team. So yeah. definitely watch it. it. Um, I'm really excited to kind of see that insight of how that was for that game. Um, and then, you, of course, you have the clone Tyrone. Yes, now, my boy John Boyega and uh, yes, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. And, man, for one, the way this is shot is pretty freaking cool. Um, two, music, of course, amazing. You dropped the bomb home, Yes. Like, it's baby. just, but it's so interesting because with this film, it's about, you know, these three individuals. So it's American science fiction comedy mystery. They are trying to figure out what 
what's happening because it looks good. a lot of their people are going missing. They're going missing, and so they think that they're going to play detective, see what's going on, but it opens up another door to where they're not expecting for any of this to happen, which is that science mystery. Um, but it looks super hilarious. It looks, you know, groovy, everything like that. So I'm excited for this cast lineup because that was pretty, pretty smooth right there. Can I say that I'm really loving Jamie Foxx kind of reemerging yes. in Netflix movies? Because he's, like, every Netflix movie that I've seen him drop, I really liked. Like, the last one that he did with the, the vampires and then yes. the one where they take the pill and they become, like, they have superpowers. Superpowers, yeah. Yeah, those are, those are all been really good. The only thing I didn't like is when he did a show. His show on Netflix... Eh, oh yes, eh. with his uh, with like the daughter. Yeah, it wasn't that good. It wasn't the greatest. No, like, but his movies were banging. Oh, I've left been. to right. But I love Jamie Foxx. I, I do. love him Crazy from singing guy. to acting. Like he's honestly done ten times better. She says she wants a Marvin yeah. Gaye, some Luther she, Vandross. He's done like amazing <laughs> with the acting career aspect. And so with this movie itself, like I am like okay, I'm in love with it because I love all these actors and stuff. So that's definitely another one you guys should watch. Um, and then Jennifer Lopez is coming back. She's back. She's she, a mother. Yeah, she's a she's mother. She's one bad mother. Yeah, she's a mother. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, but with this trailer, like, it's pretty cool. Like, it's it doesn't, like I said. She's like, taking on the action role. Taking on like the an, action role. She almost looks like a mercenary, ex-mercenary type of thing. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of cool. Like, I, I believe it. She looks, you know, and I think that it, it would, it takes... This age, mm-hmm. not to not this being disrespectful to uh, J Lo because I love my J Lo. Yeah, I mean, girl, you know, you call me, I'm there. Yeah. But look, she just she just seems like more tougher, not so oh, yeah. like you know, girly, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I love her in all kinds of movies, man. And you know what? Yeah, her her rom coms are my guilty pleasure. What can yes. I say? What are you gonna do? But That's I, everyone's guilty pleasure. I do <laughs> like this take on the kind of like the the, the kind of secretive co you know of uh, you know the co-op yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah 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 so it looks kind of cool man and I, i'm gonna watch it because yeah. she looks like she would be some ass oh yeah just oh 100 percent. like this i mean is... she could she could get me anytime one i have to mention um is extraction two so i have i've not seen extraction one no yet. i have not oh, seen the first my one gosh, you gotta watch it it's, it's so good um, it is so good the reason why and this is why i need to watch it because i honestly it's just i i just keep forgetting about it it's, it's not because I don't want to watch it. It's like intense, like nonstop. But so I have good. to uh, like throw appreciation to the way it was filmed because it was a lot of long shots. Yep. There was a lot of long shots and everything like that. And at the Tundra event, they were doing behind the scenes of Extraction 2. Now, the way that they're going to film the second one, holy crap, I am getting so excited because instead of these long shots, they're literally passing the camera around to each other. So you have this guy's like literally running with a camera and throws it to the next guy and the guy catches it and he's running to catch Whoa. this thing. And holy like you guys have, and they're all running after Chris running. Hemsworth. Yeah, they're all. That just, dude's a beast, man. That guy going. is such such good shape. Oh yeah, it's like my boy Mag says that dude's in shape. I'm a shape. Yeah, I'm <laughs> a shape. Uh, but as soon as I was watching behind the scenes of how they were shooting these scenes, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. I'm going to watch this film because, like I said, I appreciate behind the scenes, the way long shots, the way everything is to make a film. Watching those behind the scenes in particular, it was super cool to see people just throwing cameras at each other and, like, running with explosions. Because I'm like, if I was doing that, I would get so much adrenaline, like, throwing yeah. the shot. Like. I know, right? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, you, you got to see the first one, okay? If anything, let's watch it together. Yeah. I'll get some popcorn. We'll have a good time. I'll tell you, this is going to be badass. Yes. But, okay, so there is one more we got to talk about. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, which one is that? Oh, season three of mm-hmm. 
Dead to me. Dead to me. Yes. Now, Christina Applegate is back with her girl. Now, I can't, man, why do I always forget? Freaks and Geeks, Scooby Doo movie. Um, I forget her name all the time. And I feel so bad. But, anyways, yeah. Dead to Me is another season in this, uh, this uh, really crazy dark comedy show mm-hmm. where uh, Christina Applegate. Uh, accidentally kills the husband of you know the girl from Freaks and Geeks, Velma from uh, Scooby Doo. Anyways, it just creates this whole craziness. Yeah, and so this the, is the third and final season, yeah. which honestly, I kind of forgot about it for a while. I did, but that you know that's how long it take. Yeah, it took for them to make the second one. Mm-hmm. You know, so the third one. So I wasn't expecting it to happen really quick, but I am happy that it's back because I do really like this show. Oh, I love it, and it's it going to be cool for this final season because I mean they've executed the last two seasons pretty well. Um, for what they did, and so with this last one, you know, obviously it's gonna it's it's gonna continue on for the way the si- the season finale of second season ended. Mm-hmm. Her name is Linda Carta Cardellini. Oh. Linda Cardellini, which oh, is really I hard. I don't know why don't I can't remember. remember that name. But Linda Cardellini is from Freaks and Geeks. She's also plays Velma on the Scooby Doo movies, and now she's on the show called Dead to Me with uh, my girl Christina Applegate from mm-hmm. uh, uh, back in the old school days, Married with Children. Everybody that was a teenager had a big crush on yep. her. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, let me tell you, this show was really good. I can't wait to see it. So that's what we got for Netflix. So if you got a Netflix subscription and you were like, I'm gonna cut, go ahead and cancel this, you might want to think yeah, about watch that. Watch these trailers yeah. and you're gonna be like, you know what? I'll keep it uh, up for a little bit longer. Never mind. <laughs> now, my boy LL Cool J, he had to step up for the pioneers in hip hop because I love this dude. For one, yeah. one of my favorites um, from back in the days till now. Like I know he's working on a new record with, uh, or that's being produced by Q-Tip of Tribe yes. Called Quest, which oh, I can't so wait for excited. that. And I've seen LL Cool J perform, and mm-hmm. let me tell you, the dude is a monster on the stage. He still beast out. I you mean, you still see Chunksy deodorant yeah. from his armpit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude is like, a let's beast. Let's face it, that's really what people see yeah. every time he would perform back then. <laughs> but you know what? You can't deny it. No. You can't deny it. The ladies still love Cool James, all right? Yeah. Even the fellas, because I love Cool James, man. I, Dude, I love the that's, man. That's my boy. But I, I, res- I respect him for as much as he's done, even currently now. Like, yeah. he's kept his love for hip hop. Yes. And that's the thing is that he is an icon, right? Mm-hmm. He's a hip hop icon. This dude has created so much from Rock the Bells radio to Rock the Bells, you know, the the, the festivals and mm-hmm. everything. This dude is just a just just a beast in so many ways. Okay, so DJ Academics uh was referring to hip hop pioneers as Dusty. All right, and he never acknowledged LL Cool J's name, but LL Cool J is never one to like steer away from any kind of confrontation. He's like, "You want to battle me? Let's do yeah. this." Well, just like he, he, the disrespect. Yeah, the disrespect, and yeah. he's trying to say that you know that that that, that they they get, they got nothing. Yeah, just because they started something, you don't give them credit. It's like. Are you what? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like you're telling me somebody who didn't lay bricks down for the for the road that you're walking on deserves doesn't deserve, deserve your respect? Yeah. I mean, look, just because they didn't make money and just because they're not like these these rich people, mm-hmm. some of them got a chance to do it because they figured out a way, the method. But like he says, hip hop, when it came out, nobody had ever done it. Nobody was, believed in yeah, it. Yeah, there wasn't an account and there wasn't a yeah. record company. There was nothing nope, like yeah, that. Yeah, nobody believed in it. Nobody even thought that it was going to last five years. They Everybody mm-hmm. thought it was going to be like disco. It was only going to be here for a few years and then it was going to be done. And they didn't even care to give it any a, a time of day. But the thing is, is that hip hop was created from the streets, was created from the culture, mm-hmm. uh, from poverty, created from from us, man, from the people that don't have anything. So we, 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 we kind of uh, go to creativity to kind of 
you know, take us to another place, man. Yeah, I like you to know? I like to bring this up for an example because that's the perfect way to kind of mm-hmm. carry that on is the Netflix show The Get Down. Yes, I love it. Um, and with The Get Down, you really see the beauty and art of hip hop, whether it's from mixing to rap, like everything from the beginning to end and the elements of hip hop. Um, it's just it's not something to talk crap about like yeah. that like because it, it it was a lot of work for these individuals to create something to where it's the most popular genre yeah, it's it's a multi-billion dollar industry mm-hmm. that's that that spans across the whole world and this is what uh ll cool J had to say he said it came to my attention that a dj said that a lot of pioneers in hip-hop are dusty and asked how could they be the people that invented hip-hop if they don't present uh like they have a lot of money he said Then he explained that pioneers of hip-hop, specifically the first generation, created something where there was once nothing at all. So Ella then rejects the idea that possessing wealth equates to value in hip-hop culture, which is so true. Yeah. Because when hip-hop first started, there was no accountants or record companies who believed in it. Nobody believed in it. How you can make, how, how are you going to make like a five or even a 10-year plan out of something that doesn't even exist yet? Mm-hmm. You know? So he had so much facts, like facts after facts, man. And I was yeah. like, that's my boy right there but, stepping but that's, up. that's 100% true because... You know, and, and with this podcast, you, you've heard us a lot say, you know, how much we appreciated, you know, the beginning of hip hop and what kind of came with it and the people that we look up to that created this music and where it was at. Um, but it really is true is that there was a lot of hard work to get yeah. to that love for hip hop like yeah. that. It's just like when I was talking to Frost in the interview, he said mm-hmm. we we're talking about a hip hop and how they try to push us to the side. Mm-hmm. Because when we get to a certain age, they're like, yeah, you're good. You're done. And how he says that people message him and they're like, you're done, grandpa. You should be sitting down with your grandkids. You need to be stopped rapping. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Yeah. Like, wh- why is it that in hip hop, it's, it's, it's felt from the youth Instead of the youth like going like that's the pioneers, those are the mm-hmm. people that set it up for us. Instead of giving us respect, they want to hang us out to dry now, yeah. and like like we're donezo, like you you don't got nothing to offer. But yet we have like Rolling Stones still touring at like eighty years old. Mm-hmm. You got Aerosmith out there. You got all these rock and rollers out there. You got Elton John. You got I mean the list goes on mm-hmm. that get respected and sell out arenas. But they can't do the same thing for hip hop. No, like why? And it's so unfortunate because even the people disrespectful. Who, yeah, I'm just saying, even the people of hip hop now do criticize that, criticize the old timers, other things. But it's like the end of the day, you have that love for this music that you should be respecting those pioneers and asking for advice and asking for that insight because. How are we going to continue pushing that love of hip hop if we can't work together yeah. as a team? Got to represent the culture. Mm-hmm. This this is the thing about um, that young people don't understand so much is because they see money, the mm-hmm. the, the the I guess the the wealth and you know these rappers walking around with big old thick chains and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's cool to have material like like some nice necklaces when you got the money. That's cool, but that's not what it's all about. It's about leaving a legacy, leaving a legacy of music, of creativity, something that's going to inspire the youth mm-hmm. to do something more. The whole point of 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 hip hop was, you know, to to cause a revolution, to st- to to create people to think yeah. more. Well, you and, have like Public Enemy, you have Tribe yeah. Called, you have these people that, especially Public Enemy, especially Public yeah. Enemy, they continued to fight what was right. Yeah, they didn't. They knew that they were getting attacked. They knew that all these FBI were, was after them. Uh, yeah, FBI. Was but they wanted to make sure that there was there was a spotlight yes. on the the things that were going on that people don't and see. NWA. Yeah, and NWA I, and, dealt with a lot of that. And too. see, the thing is. 
is, is we need more like that. There is, there is. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Kendrick Lamar out there. There's J. Cole out there. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, the even a Corday. There's a lot of dudes that still talk about real topics. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, that's cool. We always talk about this many times that mm-hmm. it's cool to talk about party music. It's just something to have a good time. But yeah. also, we have something that we can teach yeah. people out there even in my community i write songs i don't even care if they reach the masses the multi-masses as long as my community here understands the message i'm trying to relay to have them open their eyes and see things through a different perspective Mm -hmm. that's cool with me man it's like the famous words of my man tupac shakur yeah i might not change the world but i guarantee you i will plant the seed that will spark that change Mm -hmm. well there's other there's other countries that don't even allow that freedom of speech like that um, and so with hip hop, that that's one thing that I've always understood and appreciated was your words are a weapon in a sense, but it could be a good thing. You don't have to make it as a negative thing. And Snoop Dogg's talked about that before, is that you don't you have the power to do so much. So do it. Do it. Do what you have to do to support people around you, support the community, support, you know, the, the United States, like support that, because if you don't have that. Then what's even hip hop now? Yeah. More for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. So we want to get into this before we get on out of here. We got to uh, represent because it is Hispanic Heritage Month, and you know we love our movies. Yeah. So in case you're not familiar with these movies, we're going to give you a nice little set of movies yeah. to watch. So we usually do like listen to the music of the week, you know, kind of things like that. I do have to give a shout out to D Smoke. Oh, D Smoke! Oh, damn, that's right. Yes. Go ahead, say that. A say that. Song called El Rey. Yeah, El now, Rey. Now you guys dedication to my man Vicente Fernandez. That beat is fire and i loved d smoke i loved him from um rhythm and flow so rhythm and flow was on netflix too as well yes and i didn't think i was gonna love the show the way as he's much such as I a did. beast man raps in spanish yeah, and english he won it and he was yeah he's he was a spanish teacher like but man i loved this was such a good like thing for the hispanic heritage month was just appreciation right then and there he's you know spoken english spoken spanish and there's even a little a clip of this vijito talking about what it means to be hispanic for yeah. independence day but that song like if you guys haven't heard it oh my god that's D-smoke. a song you have to say look it up mm-hmm. el rey yes. trust me you're gonna like it it's really yes. really dope but we're back to movies because sorry that was like something yeah. like it dropped and i literally been banging to that every but day. speaking of el rey okay mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that there is a show on netflix yes if uh, you're familiar with vicente fernandez he was our our mexican icon he passed away not too long ago rest in peace mm-hmm. but there is a show on netflix that is actually done very well and I'm actually, I've watched parts of it because there's a lot of episodes. And your mom's been watching it, but it is so good. It's called El Rey. It's on Netflix. It's about Vicente Fernandez. So if y'all want to watch that, you should check it out. It's got subtitles if, if you don't, you know, understand Spanish. Um, but trust me, you'll like it. It's a good show. So check that out right there for Hispanic Heritage Month. And we're going to talk about movies. These are throwback movies, but a movie that to me is one, near, dear to my heart, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm is uh, Mi Familia, My Family. Yes. I love that. It's like three generations in one movie and, and it's uh, directed by Francis Ford Coppola and, and it actually features a very young, my girl, J-Lo on there <laughs> and uh, my boy, Jacob Vargas. That's that's my that's uh, my, um, my my homie Izzy's brother-in-law but yeah. Jacob Vargas is in there and he plays the young version which is the, the dad and the mom is J-Lo and they're the ones who create this 
you know, this this whole storyline family tree, family tree mm-hmm. in in California and in Los Angeles. And it is so good. It's got Edward James Olmos in there. Yeah, it's, it's got Jimmy got Smith. It's got a star cast. Yeah, it's got Isai Morales. Oh, yeah. man, I love Isai Morales. My boy. Which he's going to be uh, playing the villain on the new Mission Impossible. Yes, Ooh. it's going to be dope. I can't wait to see my boy on that movie right dope. there. Yeah, so watch Mi Familia, My Family, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. It's a beautiful movie. It's filmed so well. And it's just, it, it's, it's something something that you don't you will never forget yeah. trust me what so there it? there's a couple for me and like i honestly have like such a long list for that um but one in particular zoot suits oh i love um, zoot suits is You're just a muddy one a dreamer yeah living it's in it's part of you know our cultura <laughs> that history behind that yeah the but zoot i love the riots. execution right there of the as a as a it's Broadway. actually a play yeah, yeah it was play. it was filmed while they were they were doing this play doing. live so it's such a cool one like i definitely highly recommend if you haven't watched it it's really hard to find um you can actually watch Watch it on Netflix though now because he did were able to put that, but you could never find it for like, the longest time. Yeah, we had it on VHS. I remember that. And then you have McFarland USA. Um, McFarland. That's another to me. It's like it's forgot an empower- about yeah, that one. An, I love that it's one. It's an empowering movie. Like mm-hmm. for you know for our Hispanic you know community out there is that. It doesn't matter whether you're an athlete or anything like that. Like anything is possible with that right mindset and the right support system like that. Um, and then there's this one show I can't think of it. So there is a show. It's called Oh my god, Gordita Chronicles. Oh, I love Gordita. Y'all gotta watch that one. That's a good one too. But I can't think of it. Oh my god, now it's bothering me. It Can I say on one? Showtime. Can I drop one? Yeah. This one's gonna make you cry, but it's gonna make you laugh just the same. What is it? Instructions not included. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. That Love one, that movie. It's a good one. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, and of yeah. course, La Bamba. Yes, La Bamba, of course. Even Young. though <laughs> I won't get into that one. But yes, that's a good one. But Penny Dreadful City of Angels. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I if, could not think it was the tip of my tongue. If y'all haven't seen Penny Dreadful, uh, mm-hmm. City, uh, City of Angels. It's on Showtime. You can get, honestly, oh get a, a seven-day trial because you can binge it pretty yes. quickly. Just watch it. Um, Trust it's a us. Good, good show because that does kind of tie into the Zoot Suits, yeah, um, history right there. And it's just and it's during the time when you know segregation was still kind of a big deal back then. Um, but man, that show, whew, yeah, it's super good. good. It's good. Yeah, so there you go. You got a nice little list of stuff there to watch for Hispanic Heritage Month. And uh, make sure you follow us, Joey Bravo 208. Or Leah Marie 208. And we got to throw some shout outs to everybody out there who uh, supports us and uh, just listens to our show and shares it everywhere. MAG of Brown Ecstasy and Christian of Humble TV. Love those two guys. They're talking to every about uh, everybody about our show. And not only that, they are going to be creating a podcast called 12 Rounds. And we had MAG on our show not too long ago. If you yeah. want to reference that episode, it's called Sipping with Beyonce. Uh, look up that episode um, and he's on there and he's so fun to talk to I uh, love yeah. that yeah dude. fun fact he loves Beyonce yeah he loves Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> so 12 Rounds Podcast is going to be an amazing podcast that's going to be coming out very soon we're actually going to be uh, featured on the very first episode of 12 Rounds Podcast and on our next episode we'll give you all the details on how to listen to it and everything because it'll be out there's going to be a visual uh, um, version of it mm-hmm. and there's going to be as well as just an audio version of it mm-hmm. so you can see that and then also my boy Tony Moreno he, every time I talk to him about the podcast, he always uh, says how much he loves the podcast, but he always mentions how impressed he is by you. And he's, <laughs> he's like your uncle. You know, he's my, like my little brother. I love him so much. Um, we grew up together. We've been we've known each other since we were little dudes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he was a baby in diapers. I'm, we, I mean, we known for a long yeah. for a long time. And he always says, "Man, your daughter is just like every episode I, I hear her. She sounds more eloquent, and there's just 
I, like I'm so like it, it just amazed by all that she's accomplishing. So he's giving you kudos. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. I be I honestly I be striving every day. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> like the amount of I think like it's crazy because I've never imagined my life to be that the way that it is now. Like for when I worked for a college, I never thought in a million years that's where my life would end up, and I'm very appreciative of it. Oh, this But is just the beginning. To have a podcast, to have everything like that, the amount of social, like I talk to everyone, like this podcast, honestly, was like the best thing for me to really push myself out there and to just, I don't know, kind of like be more out there, more yeah. and open. Yeah, and you're, and you're and you're amazing at it. So shout out to Tony Moreno, shout out to you, of course, and shout out to Rita. Yes, Rita, Latina podcasters, Latino pods, and the whole crew out there. Yeah, I rep them. I rep them like crazy because yeah. I love them. We <laughs> love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful week, and make sure you check out our previous episodes. We have a lot of fun ones like sipping with you crime we had heath harmison and molly harmison they're uh, both comedians super funny but we talk about a lot of creepy stuff mm -hmm. and that's an episode previously to this one so look up uh sipping with you crimes too and sipping with beyonce so you can see uh, a little bit of our boy mag we out of here all right